This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Fox fans, how are we? Um, it's come, it's gone. 
Don't be back till January. Yes, what am I talking about? Of course, the January transfer window. How are your thoughts on it? What are you thinking? This is Leicester Till I Die TV. You can find us on Facebook, Leicester Till I Die, the group. Twitter, at Leicester TID. And if you are on YouTube, or if you're not on YouTube yet, please get on YouTube. I think we're about 12 or 13 subs away from the 1K, and that would help support the channel so much if you can get to the 1K. So nip on over and uh, and basically get subscribing. Tweet my buttons, pull my knobs, do all that, and uh, <laughs> give me the support. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate your support. I will always wear it. Um, Andy Miles, hello. Good evening. I'm not too bad. I'm a bit late. We had a few technical problems, but we're here now. How the devil are you, sir? Good evening, Rich. Thanks for popping along. How are you doing? And Terry, hi, Chris. This will be interesting. Well, I have a feeling it will be because we're doing a special tonight. And we are going to be talking um, about this man. Indeed, we are. Uh, Admola Luckman. Our only deadline day signing. To me, I'm pleased. I'm very happy because he fulfills a need that we want. But it, it seems he's been greeted by Leicester fans with a kind of huge apathy. Um let me know what your thoughts on his signing is because we needed a, a, a winger. We've got a winger. Um, be interesting to see because he seems mainly on the left and obviously we need a, a winger on the right. But up until that point, the summer window was doing great. I mean, you know, we've got Daka, Sumari, Bertrand, Vestergaard. Great signings. Vestergaard finally got injured within a week. He was in and signed. But Luckman... You, you seem to have kind of just, yeah, kind of meh. Well, we're going to find out in a second exactly whether he's all that or not. As I say, this is Leicester Till I Die TV. The Premier League is back and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. And we're going to welcome in Emilio, who is a Fulham fan and knows all about um, Ademola Luckman. Good evening, uh, Emilio. How are you doing? I'm very good. How are you doing? Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, I was, was yep. doing this your show a couple of times last season when we were in the you Premier did. League. And uh, yeah, I remember did. doing the, uh, I think it was the shows before, the lead up to the game. I can't remember if it was before or after the games. But yeah, it was good to be on the show again. And yeah, good to talk about um, my thoughts on Ademola Luckman because he, he obviously yes. played for us on loan last season. Um, came with very high expectations. Certainly, from my part, I was very excited, like yourself, when he uh, when he joined twelve months ago. And you know, I thought he would offer a, a lot of potential. But it was it, it turned out to be a, sort of a mixed season for him. To be honest, obviously, we'll talk about it more during yeah, the show. Yeah. But good to be back. Yeah. Thanks for having me back on. No, thanks for coming back on and doing this. And um, let people know where they can find you. We're going to put the links in the description afterwards. But just uh, give a shout out to you, uh, uh, your. Uh, social media contacts absolutely yeah you can find me on cottage talk uh, so emilio dinello i'm teddy nello on twitter but you can also follow at cottage talk where i work with russ goldman who who's running running the cottage talk podcast for 10 years we've actually got a 10-year anniversary show tonight so i've got oh, another show yeah. about an hour and 20 minutes so we've got a number of our current and past co-hosts joining for a little, little bit of a celebratory uh, session so if you guys want to Take a listen in in about an hour and 20 yeah. minutes. Feel free to dial in and just listen on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter. 
Brilliant. We will we will try and do that. And ten years of it that makes you feel old, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I am old, so I can I can I can get away with saying that. Uh, <laughs> just a couple of questions here. Um, David, hello back to you. Hoping the Luckman isn't another case of um, fitting a slightly square uh, in a round hole, considering Luckman isn't exactly a right winger. Uh, Andy Miles says, a very good player in my opinion. Just don't let him take pens. Um, Terry Fuller, I was apathetic over Mares. This is it. We all are. Uh, and I've been, and I've been to Napoli. Watch about the city. You are be warned. Of course, you are also a big Napoli fan as well. So you'll be coming back on for the a chat just before we play you. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. You know, a big Napoli fan as well. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the two games against yourself. Um, this in the next couple next month or so. We have got the first game. What two weeks time? Yeah. And then a return yeah. fixture later in the in the season. But, yeah. That that'll be an exciting game. And you know, it's a. Uh, so means obviously one of our Fulham players has also gone on loan to Napoli, so that'd be, uh, be good. Slightly <laughs> it, impartial from my perspective. There's a lot of big names in the Europa League this season, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, we will talk obviously about Napoli. But it's great that uh, that uh, we, we, you want to play these teams, don't you? I mean, I don't know whether Napoli, as a Napoli fan, you think, oh God, it's only Leicester. I wish we'd got you know Arsenal or Tottenham or, or one of those sort of mm. bigger teams. But certainly for us as Leicester fans, we look at Napoli and think, wow, you know. Yeah, and I think what's consistent with both teams, I think we both blew Champions League qualification. You know, Napoli mm. you know, had the reasonably easy game at home in the final game. They blew it. They only managed to draw that final game rather than winning it. And the, the ball was in their court and they, they screwed it up, basically. And I think, I think you guys were pretty much in pole position to get that. Champions League place yeah. in, a, in a similarly again, so I think both teams will be disappointed to only finish you know fifth in their correspondent respective yeah. divisions, and they should both be in the Champions League. So it would be should have been a Champion League home and away fixture, not a Europa <laughs> League. But nonetheless, it's a cup game. But I'm, yeah. I'm not sure how serious Napoli will give it. To be honest, I think they'll make. They, I think there'll be other priorities. They want to get back into the Champions League like you guys do, and I yeah. think that will be their focus. No. Oh, so we've got that coming up in a couple of weeks and we, we will speak to you then. Um, mm. Facebook user, not sure. I haven't put your name on here, but yeah, yeah you're starting to annoy me, he says, uh, or she, maybe a she, shouldn't presume, about Lock, about Luckman. Um, exactly what has he done for everyone to think it isn't that good? Tell me what Madison has done this season. Um, look at Perez, what has he brought to the team? The most laziest player, sluggish. No, obviously, mm. Facebook user, not a Perez fan. But then, uh, <laughs> and you're a he. <laughs> hello, hello, Mr. Facebook user. Okay, I mean, this is the thing I can't, I, I, I'm surprised because we've been crying out for a few seasons to get a striker in because we know Vardy's getting on a little bit now, etc. We finally get one, everybody gets excited. We've struggled with the winger. Um, and, you know, you, you say, well, we've, we've got a winger in. And before he's even kicked a ball, people are sort of going, well, he's not what we need, blah, blah, blah. But, mm. I mean, you know, when you look at, um, at, 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 look, look at Luckman, as they say, you know, mm. he's 23, so he's not old. He's a winger. He's played and scored in the Europa League. In his time, 156 clubs appearances, mm. 25 club goals. So, you know, he's no sort of slouch, is he? He's uh, mm-hmm. he's been around for somebody that young, but that's not always a bad thing. 
No, nothing. You know, if I turn the clock back 12 months ago when he signed for Fulham, you know, I was very excited. I, you know, had a lot of potential as an under 17, under 19 international for England. You know, again, maybe Everton was a little, maybe a little bit too early in his career. I think obviously he didn't he didn't do it particularly well. They went to Germany, and I thought he did a reasonably good job there. So coming back to Fulham, you know, we obviously had high aspirations, getting promoted yeah. back into the Premier League. You know, we bought a lot, we got, we signed a lot of loan players, and he was one of them. I actually thought, you know what, this guy has got a lot of talent. He's, he's pacey, and I think that, that's that was very clear. Um, and I, I was very excited. And to be honest, the first two or three months of the season last year. He's probably our most him and um one of our other players were probably the most consistent player that last season yeah. up till around November December time he was he was getting in the mix he was getting it was difficult to play against um yeah. you know his pace, his pace was upsetting defenses but there was always you could have done more to be honest I think yeah. obviously the, the, the penalty that he fluffed at West Ham again he learned from that you know he was he wasn't yeah. mature he he, he he you know got a bit, bit of a pat on the back from Scott Parker. Scott Parker managed to to motivate him, and he managed to sort of put that behind him and carried on as normal. But then I think I think some of the defenses started to find him out. He's very predictable, shall we mm. say? He's he's very he's left foot, he's left winger. He likes cutting into the right, and he yeah. I think defenses started to find him out. And to be honest, there was rumours that he had COVID around Christmas time. We had a bit of an epidemic of COVID casual you know people at, at the club. He was rumoured to be one of them, and he was never yeah. really the same player in the second half of the season. And I think we we missed that pace, trickery, yeah. you know, the fact that he's you know he likes getting in the box. You know, he scored a few goals, but I think end product wasn't quite enough for me. And I, I had this debate: had we stayed in the Premier League, would we have signed him? I wasn't too sure. Based on twelve right. the whole season as a whole, I, yeah. I think he should have done more. He didn't assist enough, didn't score enough goals. His final <laughs> ball should have been better. Uh, maybe yeah. you've got better players than we had, so maybe he will thrive. He will thrive in in a in a formation where you play the more attacking football than he was able to at Fulham. Because obviously at Fulham mm. we weren't attacking in numbers, and maybe that maybe that was he was somewhat hindered there. But overall, if I look at his performances of the season, it just wasn't consistent enough. So I, I I was quite disappointed end product overall. Albeit I was very optimistic. I was more I was optimistic like you were when we first signed him on loan a year ago. You, you made a very good point there. Um, you I mean. <sighs> Because I always find it's it's difficult for, I think, any fan to judge a player and a manager over the last season and a bit because it hasn't been normal by any stretch of the imagination. And <coughs> excuse me, how a manager or a player might have performed under normal circumstances could be well different to um, how how they did. But we were the same with Madison. You know, he was injured, and he's come back, and he hasn't been the same player. At all and sometimes it can take them a long time, especially we'll say with this, you know, all this COVID shit going on, etc. It can mm. I think it can take players yeah. a lot of a lot longer, if you like, to, to get back to the form they had before. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he suffered from that. You know, he had a he had a couple knocks during the season, but I think COVID knocked him out for six, to be honest. That obviously yeah. was rumored that he had COVID, I suspect he did. And he never became the same player. To be honest, I think that's partly because defenses found him out, and and he just didn't have the same, the same velocity. He didn't have the same appetite. He just didn't. He didn't seem to be in, in the in, enough in the games. He wasn't influencing yes. the, the team enough. And you, know, you want some of that that trickery, that quality to be able to upset defenses more. Um, you know, unlock those defenses. And but where I saw his, you know, his final ball at times let him down. I think that's that's where he's got to be. Yeah, he's got to get stronger. And yeah. B, he's got to be able to get you know get that final ball in the right place. Sometimes his decision making was a little bit predictable and naive. Something so yes, he's been it seems to be around for a number of years, but 
I'm surprised he signed for you. Put it that way. I think you know he's a good, he's a nice person, and very I respect the guy. But mm. I'm surprised he was the only transfer window signing that you've gone for. I think if you needed a a winger, surely there were other more suitable options for yourself. But I think probably he's gone with, you know, your manager's gone with someone who's pacey, can play up front yeah. with um with your attacking midfield and 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 strikers and. Maybe he will complement your team better than he did at Fulham, where we had limited, limited um, yeah. attacking options last season. I mean, like you, you said, you know, he, he's been around. He started mm. at Charlton Athletic, forty-five appearances, ten goals. Everton, thirty-six mm. with one. I mean, you know, he obviously is not a striker, so you know, goals are, are a bonus. Leipzig mm. on loan, eleven and five, and then obviously signed for Leipzig, Fulham, thirty-four games for you overall, and, mm. and four. So. But he is only 23. Yeah. He's what he's what we would call a typical Brendan Rogers signing because yeah. it's still it's it's still young. So you know, and players are playing on a little bit longer these days. So yeah, you can you can look at some players like mm. you know, um, you know, say a Madison or, or a Rooney or, or and say, well, these players are you know good enough at a younger age, but yeah. 23, I think he's still he's still young to um uh Enough to sort of have someone because because Brendan's good with the youngsters, mm-hmm. um, and I and think... and that's the thing. And I think the problem with Leicester fans, I think a lot of the problem with the Leicester fans is that we've come to expect so much now because of where we've been with this, you know, with the players we've signed. I mean, you know, Daka Sumari. I hadn't heard of Sumari before we signed him, but everybody mm-hmm. says what a brilliant signing it is. But I think the players we were linked with, like Berardi. It's having the money, and the yeah. big clubs have been able to have the money this season to say that everybody was sort of struggling, but we seem to have spent a lot yeah. of money. And we had to find 15 million for Vestergaard because Fafana got injured. So that's tied up. We have only got him on loan, uh, and it's exactly what we did with Under. Uh, we had him on loan, started. I was, I had high hopes for Under, but he was sort of more, more over and out mm-hmm. than Under, and um. <laughs> Because uh, they had him on loan, we were able to, to let him go back. Um, he's also an England international as well, yeah. isn't he? I mean, you know, he's yeah. played not not obviously at the senior level yet, but he's you know under 19s, under 20s, and under 21. He's, he's again, he's been scoring and 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 appearing for all those. Yeah. Ages. So I think he's got for me the potential, and that's what I think we got to look at. Hmm. And I think you know, it's obviously. You're obviously a more talented squad than we've got, to be honest. So mm-hmm. we had last season. So I think you've got Brendan Rodgers, who likes to play an attacking style of football. So it definitely will suit Leicester City style of football more so than yeah. Scott Parker's passive defensive style of football. You know, if we had Lookman now and we were in the Premier League with the current manager, I think maybe he would have thrived and probably be better suited with the with the, you know with the squad that we've got. But it was my apprehension is literally is he can be predictable. Mm-hmm. He's, he's you know certainly you know, cutting in always in on the right. Needs to score more goals. He gets in good positions. His finishing product isn't good enough at times. Yes, he scored four goals, but you know the amount of chances he had and maybe the quality that he has, he probably should have scored should have scored more goals last season. Yeah, and we definitely needed players of his quality to have contributed more in terms of physical goals and assists, where we didn't see enough of that last season. But yeah. no doubt, he's got talent. He's still got a lot of he's still got a lot of years ahead of him. Got a good manager to coach him and nurture him, but. You know, I'm su- I'm still surprised that he signed for you. I think that, I think you, know, you guys are aspiring to remain a top four, top five mm. team season on season. You know, I think you know 
it's maybe showing a lack of ambition maybe from your right. owners. That that's the best you could have got. No disrespect to Lookman, but you know, he's he's flattered to deceive in in most clubs that he's joined. You know, he hasn't, you know, Everton came with a lot of promise, a lot of talent, and clearly wasn't good enough to pay for Everton. Leipzig, yeah. again, they're continually looking to loan him out because he's clearly not he's not good enough to yeah. play week in, week out at that level. So um, there's a reason why these players keep going on loan season on season and they need to find the right fit, the right club, the right manager. I to... mean, there is a bit of a sort of maybe desperation about the signing, but sometimes, you know, we had, we had Damari Gray. Mm. He couldn't, you know, play. He came with sort of, you know, great sort of hope that he was going to be a, a good player. He showed signs, didn't do it for us. We let him go to Germany. He's come back. He's playing out of his skin for um, for Everton. Sometimes it's just yeah. the different manager. Exactly. Facebook user, the sorry, I'm sorry, it was actually thirty million we paid for Perez, so it makes you know, the, the comment even <clears> worse. <throat> but this is a good question from Scott here. Um, I Chris, great show as always. Thank you very much, Scott. Uh, question for the Fulham supporter: Did Luckman play on both wings while playing for them? Because on the left we've got Harvey Barnes. And Harvey Bonds does tend to sort of cut in. And I think mm. Brendan likes the sort of players that can cut in. The problem that we've got is on the right wing, you know, where we mm. have Mares, Gazelle hasn't hasn't done it, Under didn't do it. We've got all Brighton, but he's you know, he's signed a new contract, but he's getting on. You know, I keep thinking, oh, this is a this is a player for the right wing. He's left footed, like you say, whether that's you know, he's gonna that's gonna be able to <clears> cut in. Did, did he ever play on the right wing for you? Yeah, often we were alternating wingers. So, again, where things weren't working out, he's sort of rotating between left and right. So we were seeing occasionally on the right-hand side. So it's, uh, you know, he, he has a, the ability to play there. I think it, I think the key thing for me is it's always that final ball, which was, his, I think, his finishing product and is also that final ball. He needs to show a little bit more maturity. He didn't often look up enough, often enough. So, again, it's all about the trickery, predictability, Sometimes you have to have that good final ball, look up and look for that, that acute pass, which sometimes was lacking from him. But yeah. no, don't doubt it. I was, like I said, I'm very excited when he signed. He's, he started very promisingly. You know, no fans got in his back, you know, when, when he missed that penalty against West Ham uh, at the London Stadium. You know, everyone was sympathetic. A young lad, he'll learn from that. You know, that I'm not sure what happened to him that that, that night. Yeah, what, what went in his head, but he, I, I respected his maturity after that miss, and he, he sort of didn't let that affect his game. But whether it was injury, whether it was lack, you know, the confidence within the squad, whether it was mm. COVID or combination of all, it just wasn't the same player since probably January time uh, earlier this year. Yeah, and you yeah. Know, we missed him. If we had him playing more consistently, there would have been maybe more of a chance for us to. Have stayed in the, in the division, but you know, it's, yeah. but I still don't think he did enough for me over the whole season. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's my concern. Yeah. Good evening, Melina. Thank you very much for joining us. Hope mm. you uh, are feeling a bit better and on the up. Facebook user says, Can I bring uh, both of you in in four weeks' time? And we can bring this all back up, then we can go through everything you said. Uh, as I believe it would be fantastic, I do as well. For yeah, Lester, I, I mean, just because. But, I mean, look, I say, Damari Gray is the exact um, case in point. Absolutely non-plus for us. Mm. He's gone to Everton and, you know, they're, they're singing his praises. Mm. It happens, unfortunately, yeah. because it doesn't work with one club. It can work. And, and, you know, Emilio here is giving us his honest opinion of how he performed for Fulham. And it doesn't mm. mean that he will play yeah. that way for us. You know, I, I'm... 
I've got, we've, we've got to remember, you know, we are still Leicester. We can't go out and spend £100 million on Grealish or £94 million on, <coughs> excuse me, on um, Lukaku. You know, our owners are in the travel business, which has been hit, you know, mm-hmm. more than, you know, we, they've not got sort of an oil field in the back garden. You know, they have to rely <laughs> on the travel business, which has been hit. You know, we still spent 55-odd million pounds. You know, they've supported the club. Um, Daka, I say Daka and Samari, and uh, uh, and Bertrand was a free signing, but Vestergaard wasn't a planned sign, but we needed that one. And they could have said, No, we're not going to, we, we want a winger, but they didn't. They found the money to buy him, so maybe that did, you know, um, ruin our chances a little bit about who we might go. But Berardi would have cost a lot more. We were being linked with Chelsea, and um. Ah, ODI, I can't remember. <laughs> My mind's gone blank. But these players wouldn't necessarily have wanted to come to Leicester. You know, we've got to remember, as, as as good as we are, and a lot of players do want to come to us, we can't afford a lot of these players. You know, Jesse Lingard would have been fantastic loan. Why didn't Why didn't I don't Why didn't I don't know? Um, you know, Jesse, he, he did well for Fulham. Mm. And United have said they wanted to keep hold of him. I think. Um, I think if he was available, sorry, not for Fulham, for West Ham, sorry. I'm sorry about that. That's an insult, right. isn't it? <laughs> um, so, again, why, you know, why haven't West Ham tied him up? And, he, you know, he's got a <laughs> reputation that he can be good, but once he's tied down somewhere and he's yeah. got what he wants, he tends to tends to disappear a little bit. Chelsea perspective, good evening. Um David, mm-hmm. I agree with you, Ter. I watched a lot of Fulham games and I thought, too, that it was not great at all with goal product. Lots of speed and dexterity, mm-hmm. but certainly yeah. not much when it comes to scoring. But the thing is, we've got players that can score. You know, we've got mm-hmm. Jamie Vardy. He started finding the goal again. Inacho, top scorer last season. Daka brought in for his goals. And you've got, you've got the likes of Barnes, Tillemans. You know, we've got yeah. goals in the team. What we didn't have, was the equivalent of a bombs on the right-hand side, I say, that can cut in and set the goals up. You know, it's the assists as much as anything. Yeah. Um, this might be somebody you know here. Um, it's the potential that will kill you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Bye, Russ. <laughs> See you in an hour's time on the uh, 10th anniversary show. Looking forward to that. But, um, good, good. yeah, it, it, it was that potential. I think that's a good point there because... He promised a lot, and, and like I said, up till first first three months of the season, he was probably arguably our best, our best player uh, at the club at the time. Mm. Uh, but it just it just held off, and it's it's that expectations when you you you, know, you when the chips are down, the team is struggling. You need sort of your your hidden talents to be able to show up week in week out, and it's just it was just you know it's just a bit inconsistent at times. And, and I think he got found out certainly in the second half of the season by other defenses and. He wasn't able to get past his defenses, and I think he had the potential to take on the back line and consistently try to pass too early. Sometimes yeah. get the ball, either find the right pass, take players on, stop being predictable. But it was a bit one-dimensional at times, and yeah. you know, like I said he kept rotating from left to right, right to left. But sometimes it was ineffective, and that's why we didn't score enough goals, we didn't create enough opportunities, and. That's not necessarily his fault because that's where we were set up. But clearly, oh, this is the thing as well. As you guys, he will fit into your team a lot better because I think you've got more attacking quality, you attack in numbers, and maybe you you will see and create more assists. So yeah, to the the Facebook fan there who asked us to come back in a month's time, maybe 
he will be a better signing because yeah. your setup is probably more suitable than what we had last season. We, you know, we, we again going to quote, you know, Jamie Vardy. He played yeah. absolutely brilliantly for us. Mm. Was out, you know, Roy Hodgson never played him in the right position for England, mm. so didn't play well. It is all about fitting into the system. But look. Emilio, I, I appreciate you've got another show to get ready for. It's a big one, 10 year anniversary. Thank you coming for coming on. Thank you for being honest. Nice um, thank you. At Teddy Nello, isn't it on uh, on Facebook? Yes. Oh, sorry, on Twitter and uh, Cottage Talk as well. Yeah, lovely. Thanks, Chris. Thanks Brilliant. for having me back on, and enjoy no the rest problem. of the show. Good luck. Thank See you in a couple of weeks. See you in a couple of weeks for the Napoli take preview, care. and good luck with the show tonight. Take care. Take care, guys. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Emilio. Enjoy bye it. Bye. Thank bye. you for popping bye. on. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Take care. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks so much to Emilio there. And like you say, you know, he's given us the thoughts of how that player played for Fulham. Um, Terry, you're quite right. You're quite right. I mean, you know, we got under in. And as anybody that remembers from last year, right at the start of the season, he played a couple of times for us. I'm saying, get under in. You know, he, he put that one great pass in for, you know, the goal for Jamie Vard- Jeremy Vardy. No, his brother, Jamie Vardy. And I was like, yeah, we should get him. Let's get him playing. Let's, you know, why isn't under playing? What's wrong with under? Brendan, obviously, didn't see something in him. And he was on loan. And this is it. You know, we've got Luckman on loan. And yes, I know... Um, and, and I'd, somebody please tell me the Chelsea player we were linked with, Hudson Adoy, that was it. But yeah, you know, we're linked with these players, but we've got to be honest, we are not yet, or we never will probably be in the same bracket as they've been able to go and spend £100 million on a Grealish or £94 million on a Lukaku. We had to find the £50 million, so maybe that did, maybe that did affect it and yeah I would have liked to you know I would have liked to have got Cortinio in but you know it wasn't going to happen because financially you know we can all want these players um whether we get them or not obviously is another matter we, but we've got to think about why we're not getting them Terry Fuller a bit worried about Luckman he was the only European player that Arsenal didn't like to go there um I think, I think he's fairness, he's probably too too good for Arsenal at the moment, you know. Um, Andrew Metas, I still would have preferred Lingard. I would have taken Lingard on loan. I wouldn't have bought him because I don't, as I say, I think he has this thing that once he signs somewhere and once he's tied down, he does kind of switch off. You know, while he's actually playing for a contract, he's good. But on his form for West Ham... Yeah, he was there. I mean, Terry said it was a while ago, Terry, but yeah, he was awful when he played for us. Um, Chris, I strongly believe Luckman is going to be played on the left of midfield. He's being played. And in that, I'd love to see Barnes giving a crack on the right thoughts. What are everybody else's thoughts? I I mean, you know, the gap we have is on is on the on the on the right. Barnes obviously is right footed, plays on the left. Brendan seems to like say wingers that can cut in and, and come in and, and Luckman does give us that option. And as Emilio said there, he has played on both sides as well. And again, we like players that will uh, can, that can play in, in, in different positions. Um, 
David Scott, that might be interesting, except I would like Leicester to try and play guys where they do the best as opposed to trying to play them out in different positions. That would be my concern. What we gain by putting um, Lookman on the left, do we lose more by moving Barnes over to the right? And that is that old Ndidi into defence to cover scenario? Do we lose more of not having him midfield? All I'll say is, guys, we've signed him. You know, we've been screaming for a a winger to come in. You know, we've 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 had Gazelle, who was was more like a hippopotamus than a gazelle. Um, didn't work out. Uh, Kaputska didn't work out. We've had um, you know, under last season didn't work out. But you know, we we've been stuck with players. We've been stuck with the likes of Gazelle because we went out and bought them. And we then couldn't get rid of them when they found out they were shit. We've got this guy on on loan. I mean, I can say under I have to I have to own up and say I loved him at the start, as I've just said. I wanted why isn't Rod Brendan playing him? You know, there's all those rumors. You know, is it part of it who plays so many? We have to sign him. Obviously, it was nothing like that. He just wasn't good enough. And but I've got to admit, towards the end, I had to say. I didn't want to keep him as much as I did at the start. But when we've seen him for the season, and Luckman does give us that, we have got that option that if he isn't good enough, isn't good enough, we can let him go. It's as simple as that. Somebody said earlier, Jamie Vardy, a million pound from the conference. That's a gamble, isn't it? Any signing is a gamble. You know, I I can't say I particularly knew anything about Luckman. I know he played, you know, against... Uh, he, he gave us a bit of a, a rough game, didn't he, though? And when Fulham beat us at the start of the last season. So, you know, he has got it in his locker. But did I know anything more about Pats and Dacca? But we're all getting excited about him. You know, you could argue that... You know, yes, he's good because he scores in the French league. You know, sorry, in in the Austrian league. Yeah, he's not going to necessarily score in the uh, English league. You know, look at Benkovic, and I'll quote Benkovic for you. Brendan Rodgers took Benkovic on loan for a season. He was that impressed, he took him on loan for the next season. He won the treble in Scotland with Celtic. That manager then comes down to Benkovic's own home club, Leicester, never picks him, sends him out on loan. What does that tell you? You know, players that are good in one league might not be good in another. So as good as he was in Scotland, Brendan doesn't think he's good enough for England, and vice versa. You know, Slomani, you know, excellent in Portugal, not so good in England. The argument is, of course, that we didn't play to Slomani's strength. But then did Fulham play to Luckman's strengths? Will we play to Luckman's strengths? And ask yourself, do you want Perez on the wing or do you want a proper winger on the wing? And whatever we say about Luckman, yes, okay, he might not be able to score goals, but we don't need him to score goals. If he contributes with four or five goals in a season, that would be more than enough. I would be more than happy with that simply because... That's not his job. His job is to provide the, the, the ball so that other players can score. Terry says, um, we attack quickly. Fulham didn't have the players here. As Emilio said, Luckman is going to be a hit. I, I honestly, I mean, I hope he will be. Um, Terry's saying here, uh, right, 
um, got to go get my pillows ready for when I fall asleep watching England. What channel's it on? You know what channel England's on? I, might, I need to fall asleep, so I might join you there, Terry. Or not, not join you in your bed, if you know what I mean. That would be a bit, you know. <laughs> I like you. I do like you, Terry, but, you know, not in that way. <laughs> um, let, let's give the lad a chance. You know, I say, let's not be apathetic about it. You know, we... we 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 get rid of we we pick on players. We seem Leicester seem to have to have a player that we always pick on. You know, Chilwell. Uh, thank you, Andy. Thank you very much, sir. ITV, and um, I would say Andy Mellor. <laughs> Chilwell. We've virtually almost hounded him out of the club, and when he says what he says, you can't really blame him. You know, uh, we treated him awful. There's a lot of awful things said about him. Um, Perez, and I'm not Perez's biggest fan, as you know, either. But he's got to be given a chance. We wanted a winger. We have got a winger. He's not got a lot wrong yet, has he, Brendan? You know, when you look at the players we signed after we won the Champions League, let's be careful because we went out and bought all these fantastic players who aren't they good, top players. How many of them are still here? Ibora, Silva, as good as they were, they're not here. Slamani. You know, Musa. So, let's give him a chance. It's a slow process. We are working within a budget. Um, we, you know, we get we get it right more often than we get it wrong. Even the great Sir Alex Ferguson sold made some bad signings. David James, I would have loved David James. Twenty five million. Maybe I didn't love him that much. Leeds loved him. It was quite funny. The, the Leeds fans were calling David James. They were absolutely calling him and giving him grief. Now, they absolutely love him because they've just gone out and signed him. We're a fickle lot, us fans, aren't we? Um, good evening, DJ Nick. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, faith in the recruitment. Clearly, budget was an issue and limited our options. But interesting to see what he can bring to Leicester. This is it. If he's good enough, he'll get in. If he's not good enough, like under... He won't, but agree a hundred percent, DJ Nick. The fact that we've gone and but we, we we know we had to we we couldn't have brought him in if Pratt had gone. And I'm sorry Pratt went because I like Pratt, but his options were limited. He didn't want to be a, a Mendy, he didn't want to just be a squad player or a Marty. And he's he's a Belgium national player, so don't blame him for wanting game time. Good luck to him. I really hope it, it works out for him. But it just there was just too many players, I think, after the same position, and he was down the pecking order, so he had to go. But only by him going, wage-wise, could we bring in Luckman. So how annoyed, when you start there thinking, oh, God, it's only Luckman. It is Luckman. It is a player. It is a winger, which is what we've wanted. Um, so, you know, <laughs> you can't be happy with one thing, not happy with the other. And, you know, I say he, he has been at uh, the England under-19s, under-20s and under-21s. He's played for Everton. He's, Leipzig, he's scored in the Europa League. Let's give him a chance. Let's see what he can bring. Um, <laughs> Daniel James. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> Daniel James. Hey, I had an hour sleep last night. Oh, they said that. Come on, Andy. You know, we did have Jukabokovic on the bench the other day, so I, I quite expected uh, Madison to go off and Jukabokovic to come on. 
But that's how you know that's how bad Benkovic is in Brendan's eyes. When Brendan goes out and picks a third goalkeeper to sit on the bench over you as a defender, you've got no future at the club. So um Terry makes an excellent point here as well. Thank you, Terry. I gave this transfer window before, because I, I, as you know, catch it out. If you go to the BBC homepage, by the way, uh, and scroll down a bit, you'll see there's a little bit of a mini blog by myself, because I always write for the BBC um, on, on Transfer Deadline Day page. And this year, they put it up on the, on the Leicester City BBC homepage. So go and check out what I said. And I, get, I, I would have given this a 10 out of 10. To me, this is one of the best windows we've ever had. And as much as who we bring in, it's who we've not let go. We know we don't have to let players go. You know, we don't have to sell, but we will sell if we make if we're made an offer we can't refuse. We didn't want Harry Maguire to go. Couldn't turn down 80 million. Didn't want Chilwell to go. Couldn't turn down 50 million. Canty was the last player that left when we didn't want them to leave. And that was because it was signed into his contract, which, of course, we've learnt and we don't do now. Um, so the fact that we've actually held on this year, I mean, Tillemans hasn't signed his contract yet. And I'm not going to lie, yet worries me big style. Come on, Yuri. Get signing. Get that Get that pen out and sign that, uh, sign that contract. Um, but nobody came in for him. Now, doesn't what does that say? Tillemans, our best player, not uh, not a few months ago, scoring a wonder goal to win us the FA Cup. Belgian international, but nobody came in for him, especially when they know that he hasn't signed the contract. So you know, let that mull in your head. Nobody came in for Yuri Tillemans. Nobody came in for James Madison. But we've held on to these players, and whether Tillerman signs or not, he's you know his contract isn't due to expire, so we have still got him for the season at least. DJ Nick, um, it's not long ago many of our signings struggled in other sides, and most of them won the Premier League with us. Excellent point again, excellent point. Or Brighton, case in point there, uh, DJ Nick. Or Brighton, he was let go on a free. Let go on a free by Aston Villa. And I keep coming back to Damari Gray. Like I say, well, I liked, I like Damari Gray, but he was useless for us, wasn't he? Let's be honest. Um, and it just wasn't working out. And the funny thing was, it just wasn't working out with him and Brendan. Didn't work out with him and Ranieri to a point. He wasn't picking him week in, week out nor with Craig Shakespeare, nor with Puel. You know, he'd come on for the odd game here and there. I love him, and I love him. I will always remember the fact that he scored that goal um, just after the tragedy with the chairman against Cardiff, and I will love him forever for that. And he was never that good for us. He goes, they get a different manager. I got Emilio on, like I say, because to give an unbiased opinion... Um, and that's what he gave us, but let's give him a chance. Um, so yeah, DJ Nick, it is a good point, David. Um, I'd love to know where your contract talks are now that the window was closed. Yeah, me too. 
Bumblebee was we'd lose him, but we didn't. And that's the main thing. We haven't lost him. So unless something surprisingly happens in January, which I don't think will, because I think the clubs that were being linked with Yuri have filled other other uh, um, positions. But let me know, let, very quickly before we go, who would you have wanted if we hadn't got Luckman in? Who would you have wanted in in that position? Couple of minutes, just just add that Terry. Again, good point. They don't come for our players because they know we won't be selling for peanuts. I mean, Madison. It was the Arsenal fans that were wanting him. Apparently, never even contacted us about him. Odegaard was their best and first option. Apparently, um, <laughs> JJ. I reckon we'd have signed you on the wing. I tell you what. Today, I think I, I might have hit problems. So I think I might have been a bit of a sick note. <laughs> and uh, seeing the size of me, I tell you what, if you want to know, if you ever want to know who ate all the pies, me, me, I did. That's why you only see me here upwards, you see, because down below it's where all the pies are stored. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you see, this is what I'm saying. Realistically, realistically, uh, and it makes me laugh, Andy, but obviously, realistically, who are we going to get? Daniel James. Yeah, I, I would have liked Daniel James. But again, Man United were not impressed. I spoke to a lot of Man United fans. I've been on a lot of uh, Rich Sports, for example. That's uh, a Man United chat I go on. Reese, who, who who was with me the other night, he's a Man United fan. And when I said to them all, what do you think about Daniel James if we come in for him? And they all went without... A single person saying the other way, they all went, you can have him. So, you know, you don't know. You don't know. Um, JJ, um, I think I just made JJ smile. David, um, too expensive. But from what I saw, it was Berardi for me. Berardi would have been a great signing, but is it affordable? Like you said there, David, very expensive. Had we not bought Vestergaard, we might have been looking at a completely different scenario because we might have had more money to, to spend. But did we need Vestergaard? Yes, we did, because we needed that. We know, haven't got Evans, haven't got Fafana. So I think we've done it right. I think we've done it right. Hudson Adoy, we touched on him earlier, JJ. Again, Chelsea don't really want to sell him, and he would have been very expensive. Uh, Andy Medhurst, I know Ronaldo's gone back to... Um, to Man United, but I, I don't think raising Keith Weller from uh, beyond the grave would, would have been. We might get hey, we might get Gary Lineker back at this rate, guys. Thank you very much for joining. Please, please, let's give Luckman a chance. If nothing else, give him a chance to see what he can do. If he's rubbish, we will all hold our hands up and say he's rubbish. But he was what we wanted, you know. In Brendan, in trust. You know, with John Rudkin and and all the guys and and, and uh, on on that that deal with that side of it, they've not been doing too bad a job. And for me, this is the best window we've had. I'm 60, and I've seen a lot of windows come and go since it was introduced. Um... <laughs> no, is the answer, Terry. You you winding me up now. You know my my little pet hate this week. All day I watched the transfer show on Sky. And then, yeah, yeah, don't start me. Don't start me off again. Uh, but no, this has been a fantastic window. It really has. I think it's a 
since I can remember since we actually the, the, the transfer windows was introduced, this was our best one. This is our main one. Because come January, if we hadn't if we hadn't signed Luckman, come January, we might have ended up signing somebody worse because we know January signings are very much knee-jerk reactions to how your season's going signing. So, you know, welcome, welcome, um, Adama Luckman. You're more than welcome to Leicester. <laughs> Andrew, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I met today. It was really, really nice. Those of you that know me know my problems off camera. And I met up with my sister today, which I've not seen. I've not seen her for a long, long time. And it was great to see her. And we both said, she's older than me. We both said, like, you know, we need those mirrors that you get in the uh, in the fairgrounds that actually make you look slimmer. But also... You look in the mirror, and I look in the mirror every morning thinking, who the bloody hell's broken into my house? Because, you know, I'm, I'm a 21-year-old. Who's that old git looking back at me? <laughs> um, Joe, good evening, Joe. Ca catching in at the end there. Lookman so overhated already by Leicester fans. Uh, overrated or over... Uh, or hate? I'm not... I think you mean hated, but uh, I might say overrated. Look, like I can say... Had we not signed him on deadline day, who might we have got? We haven't committed to buying him. Can you imagine how you how you would be feeling now if we had signed Genghis under? We would have another Rashid Gazelle on our hands that we probably would have struggled to sell. We haven't, like with Genghis under, we got him on loan. So if he is absolutely shit, he'll go back at the end of the season to Leipzig. However... He might turn out to be really, really good. And in which case, we can sign him without, because we've got first option on him. Overhated, yep, yeah, I, I, I that's what you meant. David, uh, I agree with you, the window, it was our best. All positions were covered, and we have the depth we lacked last year. Hope we avoid any more injuries, though. You know there's going to get another defender's going to get injured, don't you? You just know it. You know, um, I had to pick my team. I did a show yesterday um, for a Dugout Daily TV channel, and they were looking at the transfer windows and our, our best team after we've made all, all, all the signings. And I've got to be honest with you, when Fafana's fit and Vestergaard and Evans are fit, Soyuncu was make, was I couldn't put Soyuncu in the team on his current form. How things change, eh? Guys, thank you very much. England tonight, England all weekend. Who knows? I might do something for England. Then again, I might not. <laughs> See how I feel. I might have a rest and I might just fall asleep. If not, I'm back next week. Um, just a little matter of Manchester City. Ooh, yes. Um, hey, we've beaten them once this season. Should we be worried? I don't know. I've got my MOT in the morning, not mine the car, so wish me luck for that, guys. And we're going to be back next Wednesday at this rate, and uh, 7 o'clock for the prediction show. See how we're getting on with just a bit of fun. We predict home win, away win, or draw. Join us at that, say, 7 o'clock next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, for me, great window. For me, Luckman, yeah, come on. I hope he proves everybody wrong. I really do. And at the end of the day, come on, when he pulls that blue shirt on or green blue shirt on, we're all what it says behind me there. We're all winners. And let's get behind him until, you know, give him a chance. Once he pulls that blue of Leicester on, get behind the team.
Guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks to Emilio for joining us, um, giving us insight. Certainly caused a debate, <laughs> which is what we wanted. I'll see you next week. Enjoy England if you're going to be watching them, um, or enjoy them if you're, if you're not going to be watching them. And I'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. suggestions or feedback head over right now to twitter and facebook and like share and get involved join us next time Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.